Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Awards Radar Podcast. As always, I'm Joey, and I am joined by, as always, a motley, motley crew, uh, led by Miles. If you want to say that, sure. Considering what I said about you before we started recording, I probably have to make it up that way. Yeah, I'd appreciate it. There we go. Uh, also, Steve. Hello, hi everyone. That's all. I'm the Mick Mars of the group. Steve sounds very enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and Ryan is back. Hello, everyone. That's a that's a low energy McQuaid. <laughs> Hello, everyone. That's too much energy. Hello, everyone. Perfect. That's what he sounds after he walks around the block. Wow, rude. <laughs> All right, we got a lot to do. We're recording the day after SAG when, uh, you know, Ugh. everybody ended up having very they uh, gotta change the, modulated they gotta, comma pages. They got to change that abbreviation. I, just, they, I mean, what would you would you prefer rag? So, something else. SAG's well, ideally not, not the mean, one they used in Team America. Yeah. The Film Actors Guild? No. I mean, the I mean, the Movie Actors Guild is, is Yo, way Miles, too close What to a MAGA. great joke. Yeah. Don't right, use yeah. that one. Uh, no, just like, We're just gonna, change it. Just call it the Actors Guild. Act, you know the actors well because then you America. have to include stage and it becomes kind of muddled uh, well move- maybe we'll be able to solve that the- as we talk about them today yeah. we're going to start with a little history a little history lesson from uh, professor awards reader I like history yeah so I want to I want to go over you know every so often we get these questions about which category had the best winners and whatnot I want to do ensemble because it is a relatively wait, new wait, category wait, wait. oddly ensemble for what Ensemble for what's a a very prestigious old seeming category. Like it's of all the categories of all the award season, it sounds like the one that should be around since like eighteen twelve, like Shakespeare stage. But it's been around since nineteen ninety five when I was three years old. Exactly. The irony is the um, it actually was ninety six. Oh well, they well film year ninety five because because the first Screen Actors Guild Award did not do an ensemble because why would you give out a, an award to a <laughs> yeah, why would you give a best picture sort of award just, just give it to the actors and get you know, out of there before five and it's not like that year was was not chock full of ensemble type films uh actor went to tom hanks for forrest gump easily could have been a ensemble oh movie. shawshank was that year full fiction. fiction there's oh, four weddings right and a funeral <laughs> Um, Four weddings and a funeral. Quiz show was uh, Jodie Foster. You know, I mean, Jodie Foster wins for Nell. Yeah, an actress. Hey, and a win. Uh, bullets over Broadway. Yeah, Diane Weiss that, wins that for was a sporting big, actress. Yeah, big. Martin Landau Ed wins Wood. for, oh, for Ed sporting Wood actor. Could have definitely been in yeah. there. Quiz show was that yep. year. Like this was an amazing year for ensembles. They went, eh, fuck that. We don't need that. Yeah, voice act, However, voice acting crew for The Lion King. Shout out. Yeah. So they start the next year and so we're going to go over just the ensembles and we'll tell we'll see which one we like the best so the second year they go it's the inaugural group all right apollo 13 wins mm-hmm. i don't think we have a major argument right mm-hmm. we'll see on who we'll see against. how about that well wait do you see who is up against <laughs> the other four nominees were get shorty Ooh. okay how to make an american quilt okay that's just silly. No, thank you. That's not that's not a movie. So Nixon. Oh yeah. <laughs> I always forget. Every now and then I'll see that like on Netflix or something and be like, oh yeah, that was a movie, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and I just had that moment. Sense and sensibility. Oh. Uh, that's a good cast. Not bad, so, but I, I do agree that probably goes to Apollo 13. Yeah. Mm. And also 
they start off clearly not being enamored with like, oh, it's just a best picture, you know, modified. They actually go by what it's called, which is the best ensemble. Like an ensemble. Well, just wait of, because like, then people. Just wait because the next year, their second ensemble prize, they give it to the Birdcage. Okay, that's very inspired because that ensemble is great. So. Um, it's a it's an amazing win. It may end up being the best one we come across. That might be. That is um, the most inspired win I've heard in 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 an award show. They in they. I, I will modify it just slightly by saying the other nominees were the English Patient. <laughs> okay, I like the Marvin's. Room. I like the English Patient though. Yeah, it's not. I'm it's not bad. It. It's not great. But it's, it's not it's like. Fine. Yeah. It's not like yeah. The great. So Ma- English Patient, Marvin's Room. Okay. Shine. God, I hate okay. that movie. I, I enjoyed John. And Sling Blade. Oh, and Sling well, Blade. Sling pretty good. Little John Ritter action. So, I don't know about ensemble. Uh, yeah, I'm like, so I, fa- I don't think performance yeah, so, and writing maybe, but that's about it. So kind of fair category, but also, you know, awesome winner. An but awesome also movie. took advantage of kind of a mediocre category overall. Uh, it was a mediocre chain, year. Also yeah. Mm-hmm. The next year is a little different because you'll notice there's a lot more best picture crossover. The full Monty wins. Wow. Right on though. Right on. It's got a, wow. it's got a pretty good well, guess. you say that now yeah. over, but it beat, but it beat boogie nights. Yeah. Oh, that's well, tough. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It also beat goodwill hunting. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. It also beat LA confidential. Mm. Oh, Titanic okay. make it in. And it beat Titanic. It did. Wow. That's yeah. tough. Yeah. But, Th- that wow. movie was on so a like, roll. That I'm, movie had a lot of energy behind it, and people were. Those are the it. those are the Oscar five, if I'm not mistaken, too, Joe. Um, Boogie Nights is not. No, yeah, that's right. Oh God, what was the should have been? Yeah, I mean, definitely oh should have been. God, it should have been. Did not happen. Yeah. Um, and uh, as good as it gets, as good as it gets, that's what it is. Yeah, and that's oh, a great line, and that's won? a great ensemble too. Which, mind you, one actor and actress at SAG, but, and Greg Kinnear was nominated. Yeah, curious. And then, and then they won actor and, and actress at at a uh, Oscar. And I'm just fine with that. Yeah. They're delightful in that movie. They're great. Yeah, they're great. Nicholson's yeah. great. So the next Helen Hunt so was Helen year. Hunt was riding that train of Mad About You and yeah, exactly. She was, she was the everyone, she was the it thing, and then everyone yeah. loved her on TV, and everyone loved her in the movie. Yeah. So it worked she out. She was great in Castaway uh, too. The next year. Shakespeare in Love wins. <laughs> this is where it yeah. started, didn't it? This is a little bit, a little bit, because the other nominees it beat was Life Is Beautiful, terrible movie for ensemble. Yeah, God, yeah, that's bad, a weird one. What a bad movie. See, I, I like Life Is Beautiful, but I, I like it too. But it's really yeah, the one he, performance the you walk away with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Roberto Benigni, Nicoletta Brasi, Hurst Buckholtz, Sergio <laughs> Bruce. I mean, it goes on. There's a everyone in the movie is there. Everybody in uh, it beat it beat Little Voice, which no, I don't know what it is either. Okay. Uh, Michael Caine is in it, though. Uh, it beats Saving Private Ryan. Wow. Wow. And here's a here's one that I, I got to say I appreciate. It's overrated. Wake, waking, waking Ned Divine. That's a good movie. That's a it's a small cast too. Like I I kind of love that that got in, but yeah, that was that was Shakespeare in Love was the start of them. I think turned. That's when we started taking SAG seriously. Yeah, it took a couple I of years. It took a couple, but. That's usually how it is with anything in the industry after a while, right? Yeah. I mean, well, well, now that we keep that in mind, <laughs> next year American Beauty wins. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it checks out. Does uh, must- does Kevin have anything he wants to say? I'd just like to thank the Academy some 30 <laughs> years ago. Thank it's, you so uh, much. It's, 
Kevin, it's SAG, not the Academy. Oh, I'd like to thank the Saggy Balls who <laughs> gave me this award. That's the only sugar and spicy reference you're getting this episode, folks. There you go. I, I have I have an idea for him for next episode though that we're going to enjoy. I think. Okay. By the way, Little Voice um, has a pretty Miles good cast. Like oh no, it doesn't have a bad cast. Blackened. I just didn't never seen it. Yeah, I yeah. did years ago. So American Beauty wins, which I don't think anyone has a problem with at the moment, right? We all go, we all start this category where going, yeah, sure, why not, right? I guess. I mean, I mean, I'm, there is definitely, the there's definitely, uh, yeah. I know exactly what's going to be in here, and there are, there's so much better because I'm not an American Beauty well, fan. Here we go. I was. It beat it. I, I mean, I, I think I can still <laughs> fair, enjoy the fair movie. Um, you know, yeah, the whole uh, movie yeah. about him just being like, you know, sexually attracted to somebody. It's like, yeah, now that you know all that. I mean, listen, like, we'll we'll talk about we can talk about this another time when we do when we when we do a, a sugar and spicy. Maybe we'll we'll do a reset one day and explain how it happened again. Um, <laughs> Kevin Spacey made a lot of movies that overtly reference yeah him being a sex pest. Yeah, he was oddly proud of it. Yeah, but okay, that's we'll go basically back to that what uh, Beyond the Sea is, right? Him just like trying yeah. to be a sex or pest. any number of. Yeah. Movies. I mean, his last movie was Billionaire Boys Club. Yes. Yeah. The one where right, he turns so into a wins. cat, that's clearly a, 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 a woman's reproductive uh, sort of I mean, reality. it sounds like a plot that Miles rejected for the sitcom <laughs> idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, his last good um, movie was Baby Driver, where he spends the whole movie calling the young, hunky male lead Baby. Yeah, who that guy ends up being a swell person in real life, too. Yeah, so it just yeah. what goes around comes around. He must have taught him yeah. the trick of the trade, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. American Beauty wins. Other nominees being John Malkovich. Oh, so much oh, better. Man. Here we go. Which, which, mind you, makes Charlie Sheen a SAG nominee. Oh, oh that's true. He is it listed man. as a nominee. Well, wouldn't he have been for the TV side? Did Two and a Half Men ever get in there? He never got nominated. I mean, John Cryer always got nominated. I know but that not for ensemble, TV ensemble or anything. Might have gotten in there, but I doubt I don't it. Know. We can check. But I'll, here, Cider I'll House Rules it. was the other nominee. Oh, yeah. Which means uh, Delroy Lindo again. More Michael Caine. Um, oh, yeah. So those, yeah. So uh, the Green Mile. Oh yeah. Mm. Still, still on the American Beauty train, except you're about to lose me because Magnolia was also not. Hell oh, yeah, Magnolia. Magnolia Hell needed yeah. to get that one. Hold oh, on. that's that's twice that they went for PTA. PTA doing Scorsese giant ensemble. No, thank you. We'll go elsewhere. Interesting though that they didn't go the Sixth Sense. He did get nominated twice at SAG. I'm sorry. Yeah. Charlie Sheen. He got nominated oh, well, for go. best, but only for best actor. The show never got nominated for ensemble. And interestingly, they only nominated Haley Joel Osment for six men since they skipped over Tony Collette. So they weren't as big on Fucking it. Fucking assholes. Sorry. <laughs> it's such a great, it's All such right. a great, it's such a great performance by Tony Collette. I mean, I don't, I don't hate Bruce Willis missing just because he's a jerk, but you know, no, the, the un- he's, he's great it's a in the small movie. ensemble though. Uh, so the next year, I know this is, uh, this is the one for, uh, the year 2000, the year so. 2000, in the year hmm. 2000, so this, this year traffic wins hmm. pretty much. I think I, I heard on. the race was real bumper to bumper. Yeah. Well, it was real they neck also and lose neck because they nominate. And choose it over almost famous, which that's that's ooh. that's stupid. That should have won. Uh, Billy Elliot is nominated, also. Sure, yeah. interesting. Only only picking four people for their nominees, though. So that's an interesting get. Um, the other two nominees being uh, Chocolat. Oh, which, oh uh, yeah. 
I like Chocolat. I like Chocolat. I know people. It's fine. I know people just run that through the the grind. But man, I like that is one of those like guilty pleasures. You put that on. It's it's a delight. It's like the joke in uh, I Love You, Man. It's it's delightful. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and Gladiator. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I got to say one that year. Traffic. 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 Uh, I don't mind that. I like over almost famous, though. Something I got to tell you as a surprise, though. Little surprise when you think about it in hindsight that they didn't do Aaron Brockovich. Over traffic, yeah. Because they gave it actress and supporting actor. Mm-hmm. And also, they gave three nominations to the contender. They love the contender. Man, Soderbergh, That's though. surprising, then, that that didn't get for Ensemble. Like, I would have thought that Billy Elliot would have missed for the contender. Joe, do you- because they went, they went Joan Allen. Yeah. She probably wasn't sick. They go Oldman and, Oldman and Bridges? Yeah, they went. They went. Gary Oldman. When Gary Oldman was not a thing campaign because yeah. he was a uh, he was a handful. Yeah, like that was still in the period of nobody liked Gary Oldman. Now everybody like great actor nobody liked. Which yeah. have you guys ever heard the the story about when he showed up on set? I've read about this for before. the contender. Like he, yeah, he. You know how he has like the the like sort of bald looking head. Mm-hmm. He sh- he plucked his hair out. Like he he made himself look that way. And they assumed he was like an imposter. They didn't want to <laughs> let him on set the first him? day. <laughs> Which I got to tell you, I have confirmed with a source close to the film. Like, that's a real story. That's amazing. Uh, so he that was an interesting thing of nobody liked him, still got nominated. Mm. Well, he is and good. He, he is good in the, the film. Oscars, it is a very good movie. No. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's a it's an incredibly underrated. Yeah. yeah. Still holds up completely. It's a really relevant um, film. <laughs> Which is yes. sort of yeah. If, if anything, maybe more. maybe more relevant. Um, yeah, especially after 2016. It's like uh, yeah. Uh, the next year is the year of giant casts. Uh, Gosford Park wins. I was like sure. my giant. My giant was nominated. If only. <laughs> uh, I prefer my giant to at least one of these nominees. Okay, all right. Um, so Gosford Park. Oh, I know what it is. Beautiful mind. I know what's nominated. A beautiful mind. A beautiful mind. Beautiful mind. Sure. Fine. In the bedroom, which should have won. Oh God, what a mm. oh, what a movie! Ugh. I love that Yuck. movie. Um, Lord of the Rings: The Fellowship of the Ring. What a, what a what a what a wonderful film! It's the greatest film of all time. And Moulin Rouge, another bad movie. I, well, no, it's the only good movie Baz Luhrmann's ever made, which doesn't say a lot, but <laughs> it's it's fine. It's watchable. I don't think so. I think Baz Luhrmann's made two other movies that might prefer. I have not liked a single other movie he's made. I think we've talked about Boz before on this show. I don't maybe. I think think so. As little as possible. Who's excited Um, for that fucking Elvis movie? I'm gonna tell you. I I kind of am. Movie that gave Tom Hanks COVID. I kind of want to see. Yeah, I really want to see Hanks in the film, like because it could really, it could be an Oscar-winning performance for him. It could. Well, for future reference, if you guys ever want to, well, because he's playing Colonel Parker. And it's more of a yeah. villain, and we never get to really see Tom Hanks as that. So it's a different side of him. I guess the last time he was a villain, he also looked like Colonel Parker. Are you talking about in Cloud uh, Atlas? Cloud Atlas. <laughs> no, I was thinking of uh, Intolerable, um, the Lady Lady Killer, yeah. yeah. where he basically looks like Colonel Parker. Anyway. Yeah, he does. Um, or Colonel Sanders. By the way, if yeah, <laughs> Colonel Parker Sanders. Colonel Parker. Um, Colonel Sanders. By Parker. the way, next time Kendall is on, Moulin Rouge is her favorite film. So feel free to shit talk that one when she, when she's on next. <laughs> She she won't she won't uh, suffer any fools. I don't think. <laughs> um, the next year, Chicago wins. Sure. Yeah. Wait, we haven't been uh, saying who we would prefer in these lineups. Well, we're keeping it in mind. Oh, okay. I think. I so I, 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 I think we might still be all on. I think we're all probably still on the birdcage though. 
I think that I think that that's probably winner, the best winner so traffic, far. Actually, I'm thinking uh, is the best winner so far. Out of them, yeah, yeah I think so. And you said Gosford. You said Gosford Park won this last year. Gosford Park did win. Yeah, that's, yeah, I, that's really good movie. Okay, yeah. well, that's, we're, that's our check in for now. I'd still Let's say the Birdcage though, but man, that's a really. I'm on the Birdcage so far. This year, Chicago wins. Okay, other nominees. Adaptation. Sure. Great. By Birdcage. The Hours. Yeah. Hmm. Two Towers. Of course. And My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Ooh. Yeah, it's still Chicago. And uh, Chicago has taken over uh, the spot for the Birdcage. Thank you. A while that Gangs in New York missed. Yeah, that is pretty crazy because that's a huge. When they give Lewis Daniel Day Lewis the sag, sag, right? They give him the award. He beats Brody, Cage, Gear, and Nicholson. They also did gear go lead for that gear was lead. He should have gone lead. Yeah, he did go lead. I don't he know. That's, he should I have gone to supporting performance. I think if he goes supporting, he might still miss. Cause remember that was uh, Christopher Walken is nominated. Chris Cooper is nominated. Two mice. Ed Harris is nominated. Two mice and a bucket of cream. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's two mice and a bucket of cream. Which one am I? No, that's it. That's fun. Catch it if you can. It. What are you guys talking about? I'm not doing anything dirty. I, I know. I was just letting him. I was letting him go. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that also starts a side thing of Richard Gear uh, should have sag going been nominated though for people who don't win. Yeah. But making the race interesting because I think at that point you had to assume he was winning the Oscar when he wins. Who? Sure. D- uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Oh yeah, because like it was sort of in. Uh, I, I think the, the reason why he, I think another big reason why he won, besides his performance being so fucking good in There Will Be Blood, is the fact that he, everyone just assumed he was going to win for Gaines in New York, right? Sure. And then he didn't uh, because Toucan Sam won. And <laughs> well, if you remember also at the time, um, <laughs> Do you like that Nicholson was, was sort of the, the presumed early front runner. Once everyone saw about Schmidt, it was like, Oh, he's oh, playing yeah, against yeah, type. Yeah, yeah that. that's true. I, I do also say that like Adrian Brody won best actor, also. but his nose won best supporting actor. So the nose is so a Ryan. Uh, yeah. It's the so real lead. Have, yes, it is. So, that's so when I set wrong. you up with an interview of, uh, of Adrian Brody, be sure to play this tape. That's fine. Um, that's fine. All right. He'll be like, Oh, that's real funny. So yeah. Next year's ensemble. They, they kind of shit the bed for me. Listen, I'm not going to argue with return of the King winning. It won everything, whatever, shit but yeah. look at the other nominees. Remember what got nominated that year in other categories, right? Yes. Like it was like Mystic River and Seabiscuit and a bunch of other and Master Commander. Mystic River and Seabiscuit were both nominated in Ensemble. Master and Commander? Uh, Master Commander was not. The other two were in America, which is admittedly fine. <sighs> um and the station agent, which again is fine. Ooh, what a inspired oh. pick. Yeah. Yeah. But like great film. again, I, I don't have a problem with Return of the King winning that. But again, they're missing they don't go the last samurai. Oh, which you think yeah. is more up there. Yeah. yeah. They don't go lost in translation, which was like the indie film of the year. They don't go master they, and commander. They don't go. Something's got to give, which was, oh. you know, they're what they used to go to. Like mm. 10 years before this, something's got to give is a, is a that's like a birdcage sort of nomination, right? Or like yeah, they don't go pirates of the Caribbean when they're giving par- that. The, they uh, want, the gave it best award. actor, which is one of the most they inspired wins in SAG history. In my opinion, they don't do house of sand and fog. Nope. Man, what is, and they don't do 13. Yeah. You know, they, they, Joe. it's a weird year. Joe, they didn't do Master and Commander, I know. which is a great movie. 
I think wonderful. we say that every week, don't we? Or you? Yeah, we deserve to say it every week because it's a wonderful film. It's fine. Listen, we we get it. You love semen. It, hey, <laughs> you had to go to the far side of the world to see it. So, I mean, all right. Also, it's just a beautiful movie. The next year, by the way, there are six nominees in best. Uh, what? Ensemble. Oh, something tied. Something tied to get in there. Where sideways won. Congratulations. It should have. Beating the Aviator, which mm. you could have, from the moment it was announced, it was going to be nominated there. Beating Finding Neverland, which, whatever. Beating Hotel Rwanda, totally fine. It's a good one. Wait, which? Beating Million Dollar Baby. Yeah. Wait, which, by the way, sideways one, right? If you want, you want to get a little pissed, the other one was Ray. So Ray got nominated, fine. Million Dollar Baby's announced SAG Ensemble, right? Clint Eastwood, Morgan Freeman, Hillary Swank. That's it? No Mackie? Just no, fuck uh, it. Jay fuck Baruchel? you, Anthony Mackie. No, yeah. Fuck you, Jay Baruchel. Fuck you, Margot Martindale. No. She, yeah, wow, like, that's weird. That's like when they did that, uh, what is it, Beast of No Nation, and only like three people got nominated for that. Yeah. Mm, it, it almost screams of, and I can't, I have no evidence to back this up, that they did not see the movie. Yeah, that they voted that. for it. When Eastwood is filling out the, the uh, application, he fell asleep. Yeah, he, he lost. He got three names in. in. Uh, well, who's yeah. on the post? Can I nominate my chair? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can think of a way worse answer, but I'm not even going to go there. Sag, um, get off my lawn. They, they didn't go for Eternal Sunshine. Mm, that's a mess. They did not nominate Collateral. They oh. didn't nominate The Notebook. They didn't nominate Kinsey. Kinsey, I think, one of the ones he would have been. Wait, the Aviator got in, right? Yep, and then it didn't win because Sideways won. I think the Aviator. Yeah, I like won. Sideways. Aviator should have won because Aviator's the best yeah. film of that year. I like Sideways a lot I mean, too, but they also in Sideways only nominated only nominated the four main characters, which is another like that's another stupid. There thing. are other people in this movie. I mean, but do you really remember any of those other people? No, no, There's no. Like but I mean, the guy who's that one won, that kind of makes me, or something. Yeah, that kind of yeah. makes more sense, though, right? I know. I just feel like if you're that makes in, more I sense feel, to me than Million Dollar Baby, excluding all the supporting performances. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just feel like if you're, if you're, I mean, I know that they have to put a limit on it. You know, they can't give everyone an award. They can't list everyone as an award winner. But I feel like it's honoring the entire film and that movie. You know. It's not, you know, living and breathing based on the guy who, who uh, walks in on Thomas Hayden Church, like, you know, like that guy. Oh, totally. But you need that. Like, that's that's like, I always love the way Kevin Smith talks about a supporting actor. He calls him the marrow of a movie. Like, you don't ever think about him, but you need that person. Like, without those three people who you don't know their names, I'd be like, oh, those guys. Like, that movie's not as good. Or, you know, like, um, every movie doesn't have to be the giant ensemble where everyone's a name. Sure. Because... You know, how many times is there, like, that guy who's, like, the wisecracking Italian guy who just has, like, one scene? But, like, fuck, that was a funny scene. Like, that guy should be, should have a moment in that. Like, let him be on the stage. Whatever. That's my, uh, like, two cents on How does it work with SAG for submitting? There's a, you know, there's, there's politics to it. And then there's also, like, they used to, I believe they wanted to put limits on it at one point. And it didn't really fly. So it's just, it just depends. It, it, it has to go, like where you are in the credits also when uh like well when a mommy actor and a daddy actor really like someone no i'm just kidding they make us agents exactly um unfortunately the next year crash wins (sighs) and that's where that starts just like with shakespeare in love beating brokeback mountain yep beating capote capote Beating Good Night and Good Luck, which should have. Oh, what a yeah. movie! What a movie! Good Night and Good Luck. And there's a movie 
where their ensemble, listen, would you have been 100% shocked if I told you that they listed the ensemble as George Clooney, David David Strathairn, and that was it? You'd be like, well, that's stupid, but whatever. Did they? They're... No, okay. they their ensemble: Rose Abdul, Alex Borstein, Robert John Burke, Patricia Clarkson, George Clooney, Jeff Daniels, Reed Diamond, Tate Donovan, R.D.J., Grant Heslov, Peter Jacobson, Frank Langella, Tyne McCarthy, Diane Reeves, Matt Ross, David Strathairn, Ray Rice. Everyone. I mean, got they it. literally they everyone, everyone who's in the movie. They should have put. Yeah. Why didn't they put Matt Damon in there? He's in there for like two seconds. You know what I mean? Like, just could have put anybody in there. And somewhere. and the other one was Hustle and Flow. Okay, that's a good one. Because you know, so Joey, it's hard out here for a pimp. I've heard. Mm-hmm. I've heard rumors to that uh, mm-hmm. that effect. I'm surprised. Like, um, man, I'm surprised that Walk one. The line didn't get nominated. Munich didn't get in. That seemed like a late second one, though. They didn't so, see Munich. Yeah, I, I think say, they probably they didn't, didn't nominate submit it anywhere. Yeah. Um, Syriana didn't get in because they couldn't uh, understand. Constant Gardner would have sort of felt like one of those that could have broken. Winning, yeah. which one act- supporting actress? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, so that was that time where I was like, everyone was like, "Hey, we remember the girl from the Mummy movie, so let's give her yeah. an Oscar." And then she turned out something, to be a great actress. Something we're noticing, I think, as we continue on with this, is they do not usually go for the your favorite thing as the winner. Nope. You know, and they and they've and interestingly, they do their own thing. They've gotten better mm-hmm. about that in some ways, like, but we're still in the realm of them being un, sort of odd. So, like this year, the next year is. One of their artist lineups to me, Little Miss Sunshine wins. Yeah, okay. I remember. I remember this, and I was like, "Cool win." Yeah. Made you think it might win Best Picture for a hot minute. Hot, oh, qu- beating beating Babel, which you know seemed like the safer pick. That won everything beating, at Golden Globe too. Yeah, it was re- beating Bobby, which was a very cool nomination to me. I know Bobby's a divisive movie. There are people who can't stand it. Um, I like it. Bobby got into the Globes, I think, also. So Bobby had some momentum. The Departed gets in and loses. The Departed. That surprises me a little bit. Yep. And Dreamgirls. Do your Dreamgirls. That surprises Which, me that The Departed didn't win. I mean, Little Miss Sunshine um, is awesome, but... Man. Interesting, though, that Bobby gets in, because it's clearly the five, I think. That seems like that over, seems like a very safe SAG lineup. Yeah. But again, over um, Little Children... Oh God, that movie! That movie is so good, but it's Over so Blood bleak. Diamond, which I don't like. A Blood Diamond. Listen, and uh, I would even make the case. No one, no one will agree with me that Half Nelson should be in because as amazing yeah. as Gosling is, Sharika Epps is just as good. Anthony Mackie is phenomenal Mac in that movie. Yeah, I mean that uh, would be one which, of those very small cast nominations. But yeah, I think everyone. I mean those. Is good. Yeah, those those three are great. Was that the same year the ma- as Lars and the Real Girl? No, he, that's no, the, the next year, year, right? There. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say that there, those three are the big three. Though I would also throw in that um, it's a really small part. But if you guys remember uh, Half Nelson, Dennis O'Hare as the teacher who's just reading like the really shit headlines periodically in the teacher's cafeteria, and eventually is like, "Hey, uh, hey, Dano, you doing all right there?" Like he's just reading like you know some guys set themselves on fire whatever like i just there's something about him that like laconic like i'm a teacher who can't care anymore that he just knocks out of the park i'm surprised the queen didn't make it in here this seems like or the last king of scotland for that matter yeah or the devil wears prada that seems like a lineup that would make it into sag i would argue that you could easily make the case that sag ensemble should be 10 because then you could get back to birdcage yeah you can get back to having some fun ones then you could have some random ones 
you know like oh, you yeah. could have like you could have like for like a year like this you could have like notes on a scandal right and just have blanchett and dench and that's it you know and do one yeah. of those crazy well, here, things. here's a because they end up especially when there's a good year like i'm gonna say it right now i think this next year is a good year they still exclude a bunch of things so no country for all men wins it's on it's like march to winning everything oh right it doesn't really miss anywhere it makes they make room for 310 to yuma oh that is cool they make room for american gangster less cool but also like you know fine, fine. a lot of legends they in nom- that in that cast yeah they nominate hairspray which is that's fun. No, fun that's stupid and they nominate into the wild that's stupid the the hairspray into one the into a- the wild's great no no no, no. into the wild, into the wild is an amazing get because oh. it's clearly emil hirsch kind of hal holbrick and and just remembering that everyone else in that movie is great but at the same time they don't nominate there will be blood yeah, but that's a very that's a very limited ensemble. No, but like, well, I mean, well, while giving it actor, yeah. it's but, and, but no, they, yeah, everyone, they do, everyone they else do in not, it is great, but it's the little boy and Sharon, Sharon Hines and, and they do, they Dano's do, they great. Do, they do snub Dano, you know. So it made there was a a sense that that was going to yeah. happen. Um, Atonement misses here. Mm. Ju- Juno misses Juno? here. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, Michael misses. Clayton year. Yes, Michael Clayton, yep. a great ensemble. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sweeney Todd misses here. Musical. Oh, yeah. Um, really great adaptation of that. Uh, Zodiac is something that never got Zodiac any awards play, but it's like <laughs> I keep saying this every. I think I say this every week about this awards race for 2007. Um, is Zodiac and even, then Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. Yeah. I would even yeah. I would even throw in Gone Baby Yon's a big mess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So oh. so again, good category. What a, what still... a year, Rich. It's uh, 2007. Yeah. I'll say it every time. A rich year. Very rich year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The next year was a very rich year as well because a millionaire wins. Oh, God. This a slumdog millionaire. Stupid. Um, this was a crappy <sighs> lineup to me because... <laughs> I know. Well, it's befitting the year where they were very lazy and they went with the Oscar five. Slumdog beats no, Benjamin they didn't Button, go with the Oscar Frost, five. Nixon, Milk. They didn't go... Oh, yeah, you're right. They, they missed... Doubt's um, in here. Instead of the reader, the fucking reader. Yeah. So whatever, yeah. they they were slightly better because mm-hmm. I don't love doubt. Um, but again, so you have doubt. They, I have doubts about okay. that. Um, they could have gone. Rachel getting married would have been an inspired pick. I would have loved if they went the wrestler, though. I get that they were really only focused on two people. I heard they were wrestling. Tommy wrestling Fender would have been a great one. The wrestling with the see, idea uh, of the nominating get in. Yeah, the Dark Knight, Vicky Cristina Barcelona for sure. Let's uh, uh, nominate the so. New York, of course. Oh, what yeah, a movie! Well, what a movie. I mean, that would yeah for you for me, well um, yeah, but you can't argue it's a brilliant. I'm su- no, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm surprised, but, but not their movie. You can you tell know what seems like one that could get in is Revolutionary Road. Yeah, that true. feels yeah. like an ensemble that is primed to get in at SAG nowadays. With you got Leo, you got Winslet, you got uh, Michael Shannon, you had uh, I think Zoe Kazan is in that, and then you had Kathy Bates, and I mean Dylan Baker. Yeah, I mean it's a uh, Zoe Zoe Kazan is in it. She's she's mostly in it for like two scenes, and then yeah. basically serves to be naked in one of them. Yeah. But you know she's in the movie. Uh, well, I, who are their name? Na- or like their friends? Like they have like a friend, like a couple. Yeah. You know? But anyway, no, like it's it's really it, it's a very actory movie. That's why. Yeah, the next year is an interesting lineup. I also want to point out real quick they only had three nominees for stunt ensemble the next year, where Star Trek won, beating Public Enemies and Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. 
which was I guess we only have one good movie I mean, here. I would agree with that out of the three. Oh, my, yeah, man, they were just like Michael well, Mann's Public Enemy. Yeah, yeah, I it's still, still not a good movie. movie. Public Enemies is um, not his best work. No, it's this it's year fine. it's not great. I remember, I remember being so massively disappointed that my year in advance supporting actor play didn't work out because I had Billy Crudup winning for playing J. Edgar Hoover and basically all he does was we need to catch John Dillinger. Yeah, he's like barely in it. Yeah, will you, I task you with catching John Dillinger. And then that's it. He was very enamored with saying that's it. (laughs) What, like you see him in the trailer and that's basically all his footage in the movie. (laughs) Yep. What seemed like, ooh, a juicy supporting part became, no, he was available for a weekend. (laughs) Um, That year's lineup though there's uh, four good ones. Inglorious Bastards wins, which I gotta give him credit. That's awesome. I like that. That actually might be my new favorite. I, I agree. That's I think my it's my fact. new favorite as well. Um, and Education's nominated, which good. That's a good one. The Hurt Locker's nominated, which is very cool. Very and, good. by the way, they don't just nominate the three guys. They also nominate Christian Camargo, Evangeline Lilly mm-hmm. as well. Do they not give so, shout-outs to like Guy Pierce and uh, Ray Fiennes? And no, stuff? they're not in it, though. The Hurt Locker? Yeah, no, no. They list Christian Camargo, Brian Garrity, Evangeline Lilly, Anthony Mackie, Jeremy. She Renner. is don't count barely in that film. Yeah, you know. go her over fucking Guy Pierce, Ray Fiennes, David Morris. Interesting. It's an interesting choice, That's, but I guess they're not they're not above the line uh, credits. I think. Well, neither That's is Evangeline Lilly. I think she's in the credits before the uh, at the start of the movie. That's insane. not over the three of them. That's I don't that's know because that used to be one of the things we'd have to check. She's a big star back then. Um, Probably yeah, Lost, Lost was was a big thing for her. Ray Fiennes. Oh, okay. uh, at the yeah, time that's, that's, she was at on the, Lost. Well, he Lost was, was huge at that time, wasn't it? Yeah, but he was Voldemort. You had to remember that. Well, don't hold it against. Well, him. He had like two Oscar nominations. Oh wait, I wasn't supposed to say his name. Shoot, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, you're screwed. Um, of the other two nominations, one is good. One's Precious, which I don't like the movie, but I'm not going to argue with the acting. It's a fine ensemble. I'd, I'd argue with the acting. The other is the other is nine. Oh, that's a. Did they nominate Fergie? Yes, they did. Yep. So That's this year, no. they nominated Fergie, but they wouldn't nominate Guy Pierce or Ray Fiennes <laughs> for the Hurt. Get out of here. Uh, but they also, so they skipped over a, a single man. That's a good one. Uh, the Last Station. Yeah. Julie and Julia. Listen, I'm not saying these deserve to be in. Sure. Um, I am saying that they, they horribly fucked up by not nominating Up in yeah, the Air. Yeah, I was going to say Up in the Air, yeah. which is a great film. When, by the way, Clooney's nominated. Farmiga and Farmiga and, Kendrick. and, and Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they they fully liked it and just went eh yeah. nine. I love the uh, supporting actress nomination, Joey, for Diane Kruger solo in supporting actress. Yeah. That clearly showed how much they did love Inglorious Bastards enough to give it a win, and that is a massively wonderful ensemble. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, wonderful yeah. international ensemble. Yeah, too. That that's why really it sort of blends over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. The next year, the King's Speech wins. Ugh. Whatever. You're really giving it to them for one performance, but okay. Um, beating Black Swan. I like it. The fighter. The fighter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The kids are all right. Mm-hmm. And the social network. They just gave the number five the, 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 the win. Like, social network that lineup is so just of the of it's all it's only guys so yeah. Rooney, well, Rooney doesn't Rooney get Mara. in she's not oh, she's, she's not, listed. not listed she's not listed uh what's uh, what's the Dakota the girl Finds is, 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 is not listed, listed. not listed <laughs> Fiennes is not listed Rashida, guys this is Rashida Rashida Jones Rashida Jones not is not listed what's her, what was her name uh she was like on the 
Oh, um, the girlfriend. The girlfriend. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Like Andrew Garfield's girlfriend in the film. Yeah, she's not. Yeah, yeah I know movie. what you're talking about. Yeah, but but again, they 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 skip over Winter's Bone. They skip over the town. Oh man, they they skip over conviction. I guess thankfully, um, I would argue they they you know. I would go Blue Valentine, even though I know it's a two-hander for the most part. You know what's crazy about the Social Network one is they nominated the body double for Army Hammer. Really, but not like Josh Rashida Josh Jones, Pence, Mara, who he's not listed on what I'm looking at. But Josh Pence appeared in 2010 as Tyler Winklevoss alongside Army Hammer. He played the part during the filming, and Hammer's face was grafted onto. Hence his body in post-production to create the illusion of identical twins. All right. But let's, he also has uh, a cameo at one point. True, but yes. that's so that's let's, crazy, let's, isn't it? Like they sort of, Agreed, yeah. but let's speed up a little bit because we do want to talk about this year. Well, um, do we? we oh, we'll get to it when so we reveal the line we'll get to the it. end. We'll get to it. We're almost there. So the help wins the next year. I'm not helping you out with that one. It's again my number five because it beats the artist, which would be my number four. Nope. Mm. That's four. Bridesmaids, one of their cooler nominations. That's, that's see, that's, that's back that's, to the birdcage. Spirit to the birdcage, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Descendants. Yeah. And Midnight in Paris. That would have been my winner. Yeah, that would, have been, that would be my winner too, but that might be one of the weaker years I've heard so far. Well, I mean, so things they didn't nominate. Moneyball. Drive. Ooh. Drive. Fart. Fart. Warrior. Oh. Oh. My Week with Marilyn. Mm-hmm. We need to talk about Kevin. Shitty movies like Albert Nobbs and the Iron Lady. Iron Lady. Iron Lady. Uh, I didn't. Even, I couldn't even get it out. I was so annoyed by it. <laughs> God, I I it. <laughs> it would have. It would have shown I, I, Olivia Coleman's dominance starting in 2011. Yeah. The next year, Argo wins. Right, Lisa. For Argo Ensemble. Yeah. No, thank you. Argo. Shut Argo. Up. Fuck yourself. It beats. Wait for this one. <laughs> the best exotic marigold hotel. There's your winner. Okay. <laughs> Lame is. And then two good nominees, Lincoln and Silver Lines Playbook. Okay. Django. Yeah. Django missing. Oh, Django they, missing sucks. No, I, I believe I believe they didn't see it in time. Okay, fair enough. Well, yeah. so Christoph they, Waltz didn't get a supporting actor? No. He oh, did but not. But you know who did get nominated? The, uh, what was Javier Bardem instead? Skyfall. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so Skyfall was Skyfall was around. The Master was around. Zero Dark Thirty. Uh, how can you not nominate the Master? That blows my mind. Zero Dark Thirty. The Sessions. Uh, the Paperboy. <laughs> I was gonna say the Paperboy with Lee Daniels. <laughs> Paperboy. She got uh, Nicole Kidman got nominated at set. Yeah, for the Paperboy. Oh my god. God, I hate that. Hitchcock. I'm just not an. I'm not a Lee Daniels person. Hitchcock was a thing. Uh, flight. Mm. A flight. Yeah, the Impossible. Yeah, the Impossible. Yeah. The Impossible. Sure. All right. The next year, American Hustle wins, perhaps the most obvious win in the history of. Yeah, they were like, we sorry Zang. we didn't give it to you the year before. We'll give it to you now. The uh, other nominees, 12 Years a Slave. Which is just, come on. Like, really? Even SAG has. Osage County. That was a huge ensemble. What are you talking about? I know, but what I'm saying with, is like American Hustle beating 12 Years a Slave. That just doesn't oh. look good on paper. Oh, you know yeah. No, I mean? I no it, makes, it makes perfect sense at SAG, though. Yeah. Like, that's very much. Yeah, that's the, an amazing The white cast. SAG. Yeah. So 12 Years a Slave there. August Osage County. Yeah. Mm. Whatever. Mm. Oh, Dallas Buyers on, Club. This was one of the first times you went, oh, I think they're going to be a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, wait for it. The Butler. Lee Daniels, uh-huh. the Butler. You get that right. Did he Which have is funny those because back to back? I didn't realize those the, were so close together. No, he had the paperboy in between. Yeah. 
Well, no, they that's what I mean. Over. Paperboy and Butler, like the years back to back. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. Things they they skip over in Nebraska. Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street uh, didn't enough. screen in time. I know that. Didn't scream in time. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Captain Phillips, they weren't going to do because it was one person. Gravity, they weren't going to do. Philomena is a miss, though, I think. Nebraska, right? You just said Nebraska, yeah, right? I said Nebraska, definitely. I would have loved to see there. Rush. Rush is a uh, great ensemble oh, yeah, in sure. there. And, um, um, I would say they never gonna, were going to do it, but the place beyond the pines. Well, yeah. I mean. It's a good cast. I mean, they didn't nominate um, Inside Lou and Davis. Well, well they, oh, no. they didn't nominate her. They didn't nominate her. They didn't nominate uh, Before Midnight. You know, mm-hmm. my three favorite films of that year. So Yeah. Well, Before Midnight was a was a longer shot. Yeah. I, I can imagine. They didn't nominate, so, they didn't nominate uh, Fast and Furious 6 because of family. You know what I mean? For quality. Um, the next year, Birdman wins. Sure. Good. Yep. Beating Boyhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the uh, four. The Grand Budapest Hotel. <sighs> okay. I'm surprised Grand Budapest did not win this, by the way. I that, wouldn't this, be surprised. Uh, it was pretty close between the two. Yeah, but, those three were the clear. But and Birdman then, winning because of being actors, like that makes sense. And then they got very boring because the other two were Imitation Game and Theory of Everything. Yeah, yeah that's very boring. <laughs> Could have gone Foxcatcher. Oh, man, there's so many. Could have gone Nightcrawler. Could have gone Nightcrawler. Yep. Could have gone Gone Girl. Oh yeah. Could have gone. Could have gone Wild. I mean. Yeah. Only slightly better than the other. They could have gone yeah. into the woods. No, they couldn't. I wouldn't allow it. <laughs> they, you know what they the should have done? Whiplash. Mm, that would have been the right one. Or, good. or the judge. So here, you know? here's, a, here's a wild lineup the next year. Spotlight wins, rightly so. Very rightly so. Beasts of No Nation is nominated. It's the three, the three people. Right? Abraham Ada, Kurt Egawayan, uh, and Idris Elba. Yeah. The Big Short is nominated. Mm-hmm. Cool. Good. Straight Outta Compton's nominated. Cool. Good. Trumbo is Trumbo. nominated. <laughs> that was, Trumbo. you know, the Beast of No Nation and the Straight Outta Compton nominations. They came right. The SAG, if I'm not mistaken, like the wins came shortly. Like the voting period happened for the wins right at the whole Oscar So White thing. And then Intris Elba won yeah. duel that year. Yeah. And, keep, and, keep in mind, they did not nominate. Mad Max Fury Road. Bullshit. They did, that did get not nominate under uh, stunt. Yep, it won stunts. Nice. It didn't. It didn't they, nominate the Big Short. Oh no, it did nominate, did the, nominate big the Big Short. Short. I'm sorry. Um, the big, room. the big miss was the big two misses were uh, Steve Jobs and Bridges Spies. Room and Carol. Room, I, I guess, were the three. Room was a, was too small. Well, they had Tremblay and they had up. and they had Brie win. So it's yeah. And the, well, no, there's reason. Yeah, and then uh, Brooklyn. Would love to see Brooklyn, yeah, Brooklyn or Carol. They they didn't just didn't care about Brooklyn. It seemed. Yeah. Um, the next year is the infamous year where La La Land misses. Oh, what a great year! And we all decide it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It did, and it mattered a little bit. It turned out it did matter. <laughs> yeah, just enough. Though again, wildly, Hidden Figures wins. Mm. I mean, fine, but. Uh, Captain Fantastic is nominated, which I think is a very cool nomination. Uh, Fences is nominated, which is fine. Manchester by the Sea is nominated, which was my pick. And Moonlight was nominated, which again is kind of weird it loses when it's going to win. Yeah, that surprises me that that lost. I I still think when, you know, I don't remember exactly how I picked things that that year, but, you know, in a bubble, Hell or High Water should have been there. Yeah. Um, Jackie, I think, should have been there. Oh, for sure. 
I still even think La La Land should have been there. You, there's there's more people in that cast. Like, oh yeah, no, it's it's a good supporting cast. John Legend is great in that movie. John, I was about to say John Legend is fantastic in the movie. That's the only thing I don't like about the movie is they really want you to think he's a villain, and I'm like, he's not. He's like the most charming he's, person on screen. He's charming. He's trying to give him a job. Offers, yeah, he's gives re- him he's a good job. Yeah, exactly. Like they they really want you to be like he's the but seller. but but he saved jazz guys. And uh, that's well, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. The idea that the black guy represents selling out, yeah, it's, the white it's, yeah, that's the thing. Guy. It's like that's, that, that's that the play very well. And also, it's, the movie halfway through decides to stop being a musical. Like that's well, that's, well, that's the thing the, like, at the end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Listen, you can pick. You can pick at the movie like anything else. I, I still think the it works as no. uh, as what it is. Oh no, I but, love that movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, I don't know. So here we go. Another really good year. Three billboards wins ensemble yeah i know the movie's divisive but it's it i go either way on it i i i loved it the first time yeah i believe the second time it hit me a little less but because the first but francis time is watching but it, francis is great and i think we yeah at a certain point and i love sam rockwell in that movie even though you hate the character i still think yeah i think there's that, something about i don't think that you're trying problem, to root i got problems with white people too yeah is a fantastic moment yeah um i remember seeing it the first time and at a certain point realizing this is a great movie. Like what the, like, whoa, whoa, I wasn't prepared. First time I saw it, I was like, wow, this is a movie destined to win best picture because it is such a, it's about, uh, basically people that are on opposite sides of the tracks uniting for a similar cause, which is what we felt like. It felt like, what people who don't live in middle America think about middle America. And I was like, well, fuck that's the Academy. There we yeah. go. We're in. <laughs> um, until that became like an odd, like point of contention by people who still hate those people. It was kind of weird. It was like, you just don't like the movie, but whatever. Um, I don't. So what is it beat? It's fair. Um, it beats my pick to win, which is the big sick. I know you, I know we don't have a unanimous opinion here, but I love the big sick. It beats get out. Man. It beats Ladybird, which I think you could also make a case should have won. Sure. Get out. And Mudbound, which is a, a fine nomination. That's like, an interesting That's one, a yeah. great nomination. Uh, get out or Ladybird should have won. I would go with Get Out, yeah. <laughs> so what does it beat? And was misses. Shape of Water misses and Route to Winning. Uh Phantom Thread. That surprises me. <laughs> Phantom Thread misses. Battle of the Sexes feels like a SAG movie. Call me sure. by I tan I Tanya. Oh, for sure. Call me by your name. Um, the Florida Project. Heart, Army Hammer. <laughs> the, the, the Florida Project. Yeah. Darkest Hour. And then the one that I know some of us are going to be on, on, on. It probably didn't have a chance, but gotcha. The Disaster Artists have been a SAG nominee. Wow. And I'm just glad The Shape of Water didn't get in there. I'm upset yeah. The Shape of Water didn't get in there. Well. We did this last week. <laughs> we, we'll do it every week. Love you, Miles. We'll All right. Week. The next year. It's our bit. Get out of our bit. Huge Q Jodie Foster. Black Panther. <laughs> she was so excited. She was. I just love Jodie Foster at award shows. She's I just, just so I, I good in everything. I mean, you everything. guys, some of you at least watched my interview with her. Like she's I just I'm Jodie Foster and I don't really give a shit if you if you care who I am. Yeah. Like I she's her best self. Oh, I love her. I and want she is delightful. so gonna win another Oscar before all is said and done. There's no question. I about think it. she's going to win one for directing. I think that's going to be cool. She's going to win something, damn it. Um, So this is is an interesting lineup again. Black Panther, phenomenal win, inspired win. Very good, very Um, good. Even if my vote would have been Black Clan. Even though it feeds the ego of Kevin Feige for another generation. I mean, let him him, him be happy. In fairness, has any producer on the face of the earth ever earned his ego as much as Kevin Feige? Uh, That's a fair point. No. 
He hasn't I mean, earned anything, Miles. He's ruined cinema. <laughs> he's made roller coaster oh, rides. Fuck off. Stop. Um, we'll get. We can do that another time. We have. We're almost an hour in, and we haven't talked about anything modern. It's okay. Um, that's Black Panther wins. Uh, Black Klansman nominated. The other one that's good, A Star Is Born nominated. Any of those three, I would. No, have you're with. you're skipping over Crazy Rich Asians. I'm because I'm about to say Crazy Rich Asians. Fine. That's great. Movie. Didn't think it should it's win. A very good movie. Totally it's okay cool with it being nominated. There, though. I, I exactly. That. And then, good that it's nominated. Borat. I didn't think it would win. And then yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody <laughs> is the other one. <laughs> Which the only <laughs> good thing I, I can say about it is during the um, ad nauseum events that they ran for it, I would hang out with Joe Mazzello, and he was very cool. Wow. And I was like, I hate the movie, but I kind of like that I'm hanging out with the kid from Jurassic Park. I was just about to say Jurassic Park. Well, he's Park also, film. isn't he also in uh, Social Network? Social too? Network. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And he, he didn't get nominated for that? The, uh, friend requests or, uh, relationships the best part matter. is, yeah. I don't remember the context, but I knew I was having like a, a normal enough conversation that I dropped a Jurassic Park reference and he liked it. He, he didn't turn into like, oh shit, this is yeah. what this is about. Surprising. Like, it was surprising Green Book didn't make it in there, but also, uh, exactly. can you ever Green forgive Book. me? The favorite not getting the favorite there. should have gotten in there. Uh, Vice, Vice is for all the money yeah. a SAG movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what would have been, you Street. know what I think? Oh, Beale Street I, I, for I mean, sure. Yeah. Though I think the one that you're sleeping on that would have been the like annoying one would have been Beautiful Boy. No, I think the annoying one would have been like if. Mary Queen he, of Scots. If, if. <laughs> One of the Emily Blunt projects, A Quiet Place or Mary Poppins. Squ- I would have been in. fine with A Quiet Place. Yeah. I yeah, would not I would have been, been fine. If Mary Poppins was squeezed in there, I would have kind of laughed. But it would have been a better nominee than than, than yep. Bohemian Rhapsody. It would just and, been so random. And then last year, not which I would, I actually think Pound for Pound might be my favorite five. Oh. Of Parasite winning. Nice. Love it. Not with Bombshell. Bombshell mm. nominating. I know some people don't like it. I like Bombshell. The Irishman, that, fantastic. That's a Bombshell. Jojo Rabbit is my five of the group, and that's still fine. Mm. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, I like the lineup. Not nominated, not nominated Avengers Endgame, which they weren't going to do, but we, you know, you had your moment. Marriage Story. Ford v. Ferrari, which I got to think, you got to think was close because everyone liked it. (sighs) Joker, which, you know, crisis averted. Um, (laughs) Marriage Story. Marriage Story Mm. was was a big miss. Hustlers was a miss. Um, that's a beautiful day neighborhood was a miss. Just mercy. Just, Mer- just mercy. I think the thing with just mercy was this was the moment where people remembered it existed. Yeah. So they didn't go, they didn't go hard enough. I it. would have loved it if they would have fully embraced us. That would have so helped it other than sure. just Lupita who was fantastic. And, and that's that, a great nomination. Yep. And that brings us to this year where we now can add the trial of the Chicago set. Hell which I'm yeah. Totally fine with. I'm great with it. Hell yeah. Um, it's one of now, the few major awards it's going to win at this point. Exactly. Well, it, it was. It was. It needed it badly. It's probably too late for it to matter. But you never if know. If ever there was an award, I know we say this sometimes, but if ever there was an award that it deserved to win, it's it because it, it is very much it the, ensemble a, yeah. Yeah. Of the, <laughs> the ensemble. Yeah, the ensemble. And the type of ensemble. Because look what else was nominated. Five Bloods is an ensemble movie, but also it's it's more of an auteur movie than they like. It's a del- it, but it's wins. also carried by. The one of the performances it's carried, it's carried the by one performance, yeah. which they also don't really yeah. like. If you I would argue they, too, they, I think Jonathan Majors doesn't get enough credit for that. Movie. No, I think he's great I, too, I, but I think I people don't remember. Think Clark don't. Peters gets enough credit yeah. for being sort of the lead. So now in we terms of like the narrative. So now we just mentioned three people. So yeah, it's an ensemble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, 
two for it's two performances surprising it is i think the whole cast is good in that one i I think glenn terman and coleman domingo are good as well but i i don't wouldn't have had them in like i'm surprised that it didn't win considering the fact that it won actress and actor that is true it was probably in second place which is what the the movie that got hurt more by this was minari yeah which that's done needed well needed to stake a case yoon getting supporting actress is definitely well that's that's gonna be what it wins yeah Yeah. but 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 it was uh minari needed to needed to be in to do the, to win this to be in the top three yeah yeah agree and it's so i think i think what you what you have now is you 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 have it's a two-horse race nomadland pretty surely winning and then trials you right have behind. trial chicago seven back at number two and and you know whatever your third can be whatever you want yeah to. flip a coin at this point i mean i still have promising a woman up there because i think that passion vote is there there's i think it's going to do well with number one votes i think it's going to probably end up suffering with the number twos and threes and then one night in miami was in there which is also a big ensemble movie yeah for but sure. Man, one of the most like, but, underrated you know, movies of the year is One Night in Miami. Disagree. What did they miss? Um, Judas. What did they miss they that mattered? Judas. Judas was a miss. Let's say the um, father. I don't. I, if, yeah. I think Promising Young Woman was a bigger miss. I'm surprised sure. they didn't. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say that, but I, in terms of just looking at the overall awards landscape, it, it missing was big for the film. That's why. Yeah. Um, so quickly over it, you know. Still, before we talk more about this, our favorite wins from uh, SAG Ensemble. I'm going with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mean, I'm sorry, Inglorious Bastards. You almost tried to mix them up. Um, I know. Uh, I, I knew it was Tarantino. I I think yeah, Bastards is a good one. I think the Birdcage one is very inspired. Those are the two. Those best are the very inspired ones. And then I just I just love a classic one like Chicago. So then. At least Richard Gere sure. got that rather than like, Little Miss Sunshine by that token for me as well. I like when they do weird. I think Black. Like, even I think even though I'm I'm Black, like, La- Black Panther. Yeah, like the Black Panther Parasite. One. Yeah, because you get that great Parasite is very cool. Yeah, because yeah. that's when it, we started getting the hope, right? Like that's when we started yeah. thinking, okay, maybe it does have a shot, you know? Yeah. So okay, so we we I think we all kind of picked the same three or four movies. It's just <laughs> yeah, I would one, say so. Inglorious Bastards for me, definitely big shout out to Parasite. Also shout outs to things like Spotlight and Traffic. Yeah, Spotlight also exactly. So we we we're we're on the same page. Um, let's talk about what won yesterday, or now on Sunday for you guys now listening. Uh, ensemble for stunts, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four because something had to win. Well, because it was the only Be- major action movie to come out last year. Well, I mean, beating the uh, Five Bloods, Mulan, News of the World, Trial of Chicago Seven. So whatever. We now said Trial of Chicago Seven winning ensemble. We mentioned now uh, Yoon Jin Young winning supporting actress. I, I said going into the night that I was just going to pick the winner of this category to win mm. at the Oscars. So that's what I'm going to. That's what I'm doing now. That's my. I, I would have said the same thing if yeah, if Maria Bakalova had won, I would have done the same thing. If Glenn Close had won, I probably would have done the same thing. So I think at this point, barring a like, if Bakalova wins somewhere else, major. I maybe, but I, I think this is just setting up for Minari to get its win like that. Well, because I think um, that's the most likely the only category it's going to win. Exactly. Supporting actor and actor were both coronations. Chadwick Boseman, Daniel Kaluuya. We knew they were going to happen. They did nothing to change that. That's well, just uh, make make your make your case that Chadwick Boseman's going to lose. Oh, no, 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 no. My uh, Chadwick is sewed up. He was he's been sewed up this entire All right. time. So you think Daniel Kaluuya is vulnerable? I think he. I think it is from one thing, and I'm not. And I'm not. And I've been talking to some friends and whatnot. Um, is that 
that that random the randomness of the lakeef nomination still lingers with me that obviously that nomination happened because of the fact that they couldn't figure out between the academy which performance out of that film they loved more so that might factor in in taking votes away from daniel to lakeef and it might potentially then move sasha for in a third spot to where those two guys equal each other out and Sasha goes over the top. I still think Kaluuya is going to win, but that is if Baron I mean, Cohen tiny, wins, tiny. if he surprises and wins Oscar night, it's exactly because of that reason. And you won't be able to shake me from it. I mean, I agree that that's the reason why I don't think it's very likely. Cause I think a lot of people who will be concerned about that, take their vote away from Lakeith and they go to Dan. No, I, I and also case. too, the man just had a phenomenal week on SNL, which is, I know the voting hasn't started yet, but the SNL bump really does help. And it's going to help. I think Carrie Mulligan a little bit. I mean, it, you know I, I mean, mean, it, I mean, if her help. episode's good, if her episode, yeah, I mean, yeah. they help. There's proof that it helps. Yeah. Christoph Waltz. So <laughs> I think what they, what they do more this year is it's, it's the equivalent of doing an event. You know, yeah. you don't have events, whatever can get you in front of them. Well, yeah, it's like the closest thing. Yeah. Whatever so can I get think, you in front I of as many beware. eyes as possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, I think, honestly, I think when we get to it, like if Carrie Mulligan wins, you probably can chalk up SNL to being a small prison. It only is um, if the episode's good because Kaluuya's episode yeah. was very good and a lot of people liked it. I mean, it, he was good. I don't know if the episode was that. Yeah, I agree it was that. a good episode because of him. There was, there was, um, well, I, I would say the episode, he made the episode what it was. Yes, exactly. There, there and his monologue was fantastic. So, yeah, his monologue, was, monologue was, was good. I think it was what you expected out of someone who. He had you know, a lot of great energy. He is, seemed to have a lot exactly. more fun. Well, that's the it thing. was different when you, than when seeing him over a Zoom. You know what I mean? Well, it's and, also because you were worried about, you know, they start to watch also is like, is your monologue a speech? You know, yeah. are you giving another acceptance speech? And he made a, he did almost a stand-up routine. Yeah, which was, that, which know, was great. And that's the thing about Mulligan. Be at its best. Exactly. You, yeah. you either need a, you're either doing like a mini sketch, which most of the time they fall flat. Or you're doing a song. Or you're doing a, mon- a, a monologue. Yeah. Or you're doing a song. Yeah. Um, and then, like we said, we talked about this a lot off air, but Viola Davis wins actress. This was always a closer race than I think people realize. Yeah, I think I th- they love her. Yeah. SAG is a huge fan of Viola Davis. In the bed for Davis. This race is is really an up in the air race. We you know we like to think someone's in the lead, and that means they have momentum. It's not really the case. Had Carrie Mulligan won, she probably would have been a safe bet because she seemed to be in first place and she would have a big lead. What in reality happened is this really confirm the the more sort of logical thought and myself included i was sort of ready to say mulligan wins if she wins is that at least three of the five are on almost equal footing if not four of them like this is this is legitimately an anyone can win race we knew amy adams wasn't winning this one she's not nominated you kind of replace her with andrew day andrew day has some passion but she and vanessa kirby are going to suffer because they don't have anything that can pull them forward they're the sole representation in their films of any note and there's just no incentive to be like, okay, well, I'm voting down the line. And that's a thing. Like, you can you can think it's a silly thing to do as much as you want, but a lot of almost everyone who's voting for Nomadland for Picture is pulling Francis McDormand handle, you know, that handle as well. The people who love Promising Young Woman are not not voting for Carrie Mulligan, an actress. You know, the people who would have voted for Viola Davis in, in Picture 
And instead of voting, you know, in a substantial amount of tech categories and for Chadwick Boseman are voting for Viola Davis. There is voting blocks that exist and everyone's going to go in with one award. Everyone's going to go in with something that's not enough to win. And uh, it's something it's something I want to talk about in another week or two when we're right on the cusp. Mm -hmm. But, you know, everyone has a thing that you're like one more and they'd be fine. And without it. It's uh, it's a weird scenario. Well, so we're kind of like starting this conversation, I think, more so than ending it. Well, I think the the great thing about it is this is the first time in decades that we don't know or we won't know who's going to win this award and possibly even supporting actress, but more so act uh, lead lead actress than than supporting. Mm-hmm. Um, but though I still think it's very up in the up in the air, even if uh, Yun does win. Uh, BAFTA because BAFTA is so anonymous, you know, it's, it's such a anomaly this year. And, um, but well, it's a, it's an anomaly. And and like we talked about also off air, it's, you have to kind of negate some of its impact just because, because of the way that they did their nomination process. Yeah. Like a small, a small closed door, you know, smoky room, pick the nominees so you're choosing, I like the way they did it, though. But in I don't ter- mind it. But in terms, you just can't you can't take as much out of the winner. Exactly. But if you went with the normal way of voting, you probably don't have the Viola and Carrie Mulligan misses, and then you have a, a more one to one ratio. If that was the scenario, I would probably pick the BAFTA winner. But you start to win the But Oscar. you start sort of going through it, and Andre Day wins Globe. That's yeah. the Globe winner over the last twenty years. It's it's been a very good sort of prognosticator but of course never the the only thing yeah but it's never the only i understand that and then uh sag that's the biggest voting branch of the academy and they usually go three out of four they usually go three out of four so which one's missing most likely might be this and they obviously love viola davis she's won six sag awards um then there's uh vanessa kirby she's the lone nominee lone nominees do not do well the only, at best, she'll go in with BAFTA. And it, at, yeah, at best, she could go with BAFTA. Same with Frances, though she is in the best picture front runner. She's in a film that's going to walk in right now for most people. It's walking in with director. And probably had the second most critic prizes over the course of the year. Exactly. And she could walk in with BAFTA. There's no there's no saying that she can't. There's no saying that she 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 could either because she could lose to Francis yeah. or I mean to uh, Vanessa or the other ones, uh, the other actresses that are not part of this year or not part of the the Oscar five. And then there's Carrie and Mulligan then, yeah. who has just Critics Choice, which depending on who you want to talk to or your mood of the day, you either decide whether no offense, Joey critics choice matters in an Oscar race or not. And yeah. well, that's the thing. They, she, it she has, has no voting members of the Academy or has no real yeah. pressure. You know, it doesn't, it's, it's not really like critics choice is something we see on television and everything, but really it's not necessarily the big industry thing as like a golden globe. Is. It's well, not, a, you know. they have a different, you know, if you look at the Craven motivica- motivations of both, they have a different goal. Yes. You know, they're both, they both don't have crossover, but the Globes are trying to be popular mm-hmm. and the Globe voters as a, as a hive mind and, and the critics hive mind, which I'll say, you know, because I obviously don't vote necessarily that way. <laughs> Hello, Sidney Flanagan. But, um, they try to predict Oscar. So a lot of that ties into, conversations with voters you know there's plenty of la-based 
Critics' Choice members who who you know interact with the Academy members a lot of times. So there's they try to use that information for better or worse. So I think that's the thing. It, it, what we go back to, everybody needed one more thing. Yeah, but I, Carrie Mulligan, Carrie Mulligan with the the sort of critics backing and SAG, I think wins. But Joe, I'm just, Viola Davis. I'm gonna say one, had she won BAFTA, yeah, would win. Yeah, you know, everyone needed one more thing. But the only thing I'll say about about um, being the critics person this year is that because there's no events and because there's none of the things that normally shape the group think that that could have played more in with the sort of voters who live in New York and LA and would normally go to these things. So, you know, they keep a half eye on like what one New York and what one LA, you know, like they, they may be a little more aware than they normally are. We won't know until the award. Yeah. But I, I will say this. And Joey, I know you're a big fan of the film, and I think Miles and Steve like the film as well more than. Yeah, you're the only one who's wrong. Well, I mean, I give it three out of uh, three and a half out of five on the letterbox, and it's not that I hate the film; I just don't like the ending, and I don't like. Thank the, you. I'm a I just, I just, opinion. Yeah, I just hate that you do five stars. <laughs> and I and I and I don't like the sort of fan base that has come behind this film, uh, and especially I around this performance. That and you're not included in this, Joey. Um, I just don't pay attention to, oh, I understand, to but on Twitter who are awful. The, the, fact, the fact is, is that what I will say to our listeners that maybe are a part of that fan base or not is... X-Nay on the pissing off. Yeah, I'm not day. pissing him off. I'm just saying that... Steve, edit this all This out, is... Right? No. Right, I it. think <laughs> Steve, double double this and I'm taking and Ryan up in, completely. Please. It's simple. <laughs> no, it's... This, it's is, that, this is like the scene in The Simpsons where they uh, change, frankly, my dear... Frankly, my dear... I love you. Let's get married. <laughs> no, but so Steve, take me just saying promising a woman is great. Full stop. No, All right, that you can just put that in the whatever. Ryan Don't says do being. that. No, but this is, inv- I think this is very important. And I know we're joking and everything, but it is very important is that we all, I will sacrifice being right in my Oscar predictions for a great season overall. And I and I know that that's sort of a scandalous thing of saying, but everybody wants to be right. And in the way of being right, they have sacrificed a lot of their integrity or looked very desperate in doing so. The, the, we didn't really even a lot of people didn't get to enjoy or or think about the Andre Day sort of win outside of, you know, Oh, okay. Well, she won, but it's an anomaly for Mulligan. And she and the train will start at SAG or the train will start at BAFTA. She hasn't won any of these prizes other than Critics' Choice. So this idea of saying that she is still a front runner, the thing is, there is no front runner. It is a wide open 20% race all the way through for each person. That is wonderful. And we should sure. celebrate that rather than just, I've seen the polls already today for a lot of people. I've seen the odds. They're sort of just, everyone's doubling down on Mulligan and you have no evidence to support your claim. And, well, and, and is- at that point, if we're going to throw evidence out there, then it's like, okay, well, Viola Davis has SAG and that's bigger than critics choice. So therefore she's a front runner. I think the end result is that the even though I don't think logical, she is, you know. I think the logical thing is you should whoever you were predicting on Sunday morning should be who you're predicting on Monday morning. I think that's how you should stick with it right now. I don't think anything has changed your mind. I think you have to also just see how it marinates, <laughs> which we'll we'll talk about in the in Steve, the weeks to come. Steve, let's. Uh, <laughs> we have can some, I, we have I also a few just questions. throw something out here um, yes. that warrants mentioning? This is the first year in SAG history where all four of the uh, individual acting uh, winners are people of color. 
And if that carries Wait. over to the Oscars, it'll be the first be time the first that happens time? there as well. Yes, Correct. which also sets up the the converse issue of do you then activate the perhaps less woke of, uh, of voters who chafe at that? <laughs> what that they're like? We have to have one white. We have to. Winner. We have to get at least one whitey in there. You act like Chloe there Giles aren't idiots. Getting, I know. I here? know. No, you're right, Joey. You're right. There you are. Act there. like there aren't people who that is a legitimate concern and, and for. Daniel, Wrongly, Daniel's you. young, and and we have you know like the, the, the ageism and race totally play into some of these. Listen, I don't want Carrie Mulligan winning an Oscar because of racists, but, <laughs> but you know. But it's, it's um, so be listen, way to get back to all that. We have some questions. Okay. Um, they tie into things that we've been talking about. Uh, Matthew asked with uh, Yoon Jung Young winning SAG, do you think she'll be winning the Oscar despite not having a Golden Globe nomination? Or do you think this is a wide open race? I ask as this happened with Ruby D winning for American Gangster and Ensemble lost SAG. Thoughts? Um, I think we all kind of briefly mentioned it and we'll just reiterate. Um, I think she's winning. I mean, I just, I just think with such a wide open category – which it is that you just have to go with a a winner of something that matters as opposed to with actress where things have spread out so much supporting actress has kind of been more of a shrug by virtue of what the, you know, the things being nominated are. So I, I mean, sh- could she lose? Sure. Like we said, SAG usually goes three out of four, yeah. but sometimes I don't it goes think two anyone's out of made four. a case. Exactly. No one's really made a case like Maria Bakalova again, up until nomination morning. I don't think anyone. F- in your heart of hearts was like, oh, I'll put it on the bank. She's getting nominated. You, you oh, I well, I, I had been saying for a long, long time she was going to get nominated. So uh, don't. Yeah, but you wouldn't have been shocked if she missed. No, I wouldn't have been. But I had predicted Borat to get like three or four nominations. In an yeah, yeah, I predicted. Too, I know. predicted her by the end yeah, again. So. I, I I moved off. I think back. But I th- of all yeah. the like likely nominees, like in your heart of hearts, what was likely? Yes, she's the least surprising well, of the misses. If I would have said Yun was also one of those on the fence nominations as well because of the fact that we went through it all last year and didn't see the farewell sure. get celebrated from the same studio that didn't make the giant push. Now, granted, what makes me turn to Yun being the front runner, even just beyond the win, is the fact that the win shows that people are watching Minari and are connecting with that performance. And the, and yet, Maria has had love. She hasn't necessarily won at Globe, but she did win Critics' Choice. The film won there enough where Sasha kept saying her name like a hundred times. The WGA win, whether you want to take that into consideration or not, even though Nomadland and The Father weren't eligible, that shows that the industry still likes that film enough to even reward it within the bunch that was there. So the film Borat does have a lot of love. I don't. I don't think it's winning adapted screenplay. I'm not. I don't know where Minari could win another award either. So it really comes down to which one do you like more in a Xenophile showdown, right, Joe? It's like, yeah. do you like Minari? Do you like Borat? In such a random one, but I think voters would go with Minari and they'll go with that performance. Um, that's that's certainly possible. Yeah. I mean, we just you know, we'll see. Um, it's still very open, though. It's it, I yeah, mean something I want to something I want to bring up to everyone. We have uh, we have Ryan McDermott questions now, and the first one's one I, I want everyone's take on: true or false? Ma Rainey's winning all three of its tech awards. What are the three? Remind me. The three are costume, um, production design, and was it costume? Production design and makeup. I want to say I'm double checking right now. I think yeah, it is. Winning two of the three won the guild. I think two of the three as well. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I do not have it winning all three. I have it losing it won't win pr- production design it won't win to production. Mank. Yeah, yeah. Mank's going to win production design. I have it winning uh, costumes pretty easily. But does that mean it wins three? Or- oh, it could win the most awards it on the night. There's four? a war that happens. You know what I mean? And that would be big. It would also be the first movie ever, or maybe second movie, to win that many without a picture nomination. Yeah. They usually That's don't. That's perform a, that well. is, but yeah, I I have it winning two of the three, so I have it winning three lot. Oscars. It's a lot. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. Um, and then Ryan's other question is a uh, film hawk face off. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know we like them. Recent performances nominated for SAG, but not Oscar. Oh. And they're. Uh, oh, this is gonna they're, be fun. They're pretty wild. Okay. Amy Adams for Hillbilly Elegy or Jared Leto the Little Things? Holy, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> Ryan, what are you doing to us, buddy? Um, I mean, the answer is I'll Adams, go Amy but, Adams. Yeah. But they they honestly could have played each other's parts. They really could. It would have been well, actually. I think both movies would have been infinitely more interesting as a oh. result. <laughs> yeah. If he returned home and she Jared was Leto waiting skate, there for him, that'd be skate. the greatest thing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like Jared Leto skating on drugs in the in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, um, Helena Zangle, News of the World, or Chadwick Boseman to Five Bloods. Chadwick Boseman to Five Chadwick Bloods. Chadwick Boseman, because that's a good performance. Yeah, Boseman, but they're close. No. Uh, Christian Bale, Ford versus Ferrari, or Joel Edgert or um, Taron Egerton, Rocket Man. Oh, uh, Christian Christian Bale for sure. Oh. Yeah, Christian Bale. I go Bay as well. Yeah. Oh, but Taron Egerton is very good, is probably the best part oh. of Rocket Man. Oh, that's <laughs> or Joel Egerton Boyer. Right now, I'm kidding. Um, uh, no, I go, I go with I'll go with Egerton. Man, but mm. but Bale is so good in Four V Ferrari. He he's he's oh, God, man, that movie is so rewatchable. It's on HBO it, all the time, and I get sucked into it. We'll make it a little harder. Lupita Nyong'o, us or Jennifer Lopez, Hustlers? Oh, Lupita Nyong'o, that's not even close. Lupita Nyong'o should have been nominated for an Oscar for that performance. She's should've, so good. Should have won the Oscar for that. I performance. agree. I agree. Miles ahead of Judy. Terrible. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> I mean, I I do prefer Lupita to, to Renee, but that's another story. <laughs> uh, Lupita, of course. <laughs> Steve Steve's been playing around whatever Amy Adams is playing around with in Hillbilly. <laughs> All right, Jamie Fox and Just Mercy, or Nicole Kidman and Bombshell. Oh God, uh, Jamie Fox, I guess, but I don't have a strong opinion on this one. Nicole Kidman, yeah. Ooh, Jamie uh, Fox. Jamie yeah, Jamie Fox. Yeah, Jamie Fox. Yeah. Uh, here's an easy one, I think. John David Washington, Black Klansman, or Emily Blunt, Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, John David oh. Washington. Mm. Yeah. No contest. Oh, this is to get nominated at the Oscar, right? Or you just like the performance? Yeah, they missed at the Oscar, which is a preference. It's one of the. It's that's the Mark Johnson question, right? It's the it's the preference. I mean, this is this is a face off, so it's your it's your preference. Um, I will go with John David Washington. He's great in that film. I love the movie. Same. But she's fantastic as Mary Poppins. But Washington deserves. She's good as Mary Poppins in a movie I did not enjoy. Yeah. You- Hung Chow and Downsizing, speaking of a movie I didn't oh, enjoy, God. or Holly Hunter, The Big Sick. Mind you, I remember watching Downsizing, first movie of two that day. I don't remember what the second movie was. And I'm watching it, and the first half hour or so, I'm like, it's not as bad as everyone says. It's not great, but it's fine. And I could not tell you what happens in the rest of that movie. I know I watched it. I was there. I know I didn't enjoy it. 
But who was the second like, performance? Holly Hunter, the big. I will take Holly Hunter, please. Which, for which is the answer? She should have been nominated. Yeah, she should have. She should have been nominated. Uh, her yeah. and Ray, her and Ray Romano. Ray yeah, Romano is yeah. better than Holly Hunter in that movie. I'll, I'll say, which is a weird sort of thing. That's yeah, not normally the case. Deborah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll say well. Holly Hunter for sure. Although Hong Chow is great in Watchmen. Yes, she yes, is much better in that. Much better. Um, She's- and the final one, which is a hard one. Ooh. Idris Elba and Beasts of No Nation. Or Emily Blunt, A Quiet Place. Ooh. And I'll say Emily Blunt. I'll say Idris Elba. I will also say Idris Elba. It's very close. That's like I'll his best Blunt. performance of his career. Oh. He's very good. Um, I'm actually, um, my, um, I've, I, I'm not related to the person. I thought you were going to say I'm you were like related to. I thought you were going to say I'm, you were yeah, related, related to Idris Elba. <laughs> no, but the producer of um, that movie. Oh, Beast of No Nation. She's um yeah, uh, she's Jake Gyllenhaal's production partner. Oh, okay. my my uncle and aunt, their niece is married to her. Oh, so like you know nothing of any relation, but like you know I've gone to like parties and like family gatherings where they're there. The best part is, I had done that previously, like. When, like, they brought up, like, oh, you do this and you do this, you should talk. And, like, that's a super awkward thing to do at, like, Passover, you know, like, at a table. Like, yeah, we do. <laughs> Fast forward two years later for Wildlife, I went to the premiere party and, and she did not recognize me. It was very weird. I was like, you know, like, we're, we were, we're related to the same. Uh, this is weird. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> I, I punched out of that very quickly. I was like, I'm not. Like what is? There's no point to this. Like I have better luck going to talk to Zoe Kazan. I know her at least. Uh, but yeah. So I want to briefly back up because we forgot to talk about the Suicide Squad trailer. Well, and, and in the hilarious. time since we forgot, there was a second one already. A second, not quite as good trailer. Uh, I think they're about equal. They're both good. I I liked that they very clearly was like, this is a James Gunn movie. Yeah, well, it's his name is like splashed all over there in big bold text, bigger than any of the actors' names. Yeah, I mean that was that was the. I thing. mean, you you'd want me? that too if you were making both movies in Marvel and DC. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and also the fact that I I love that he's just like, so I made Vin Diesel work with with uh, Groot, Stallone and King Shark. Yeah, let's do that. Like I, I think that like I'm gonna it. love it. I love. I'm that gonna love so much. Hand and and. It's and you know still touching hand what what yeah. i especially love about the fact that they're clearly emphasizing james gunn's you know from the beautifully twisted mind or whatever that to me suggests that this isn't going to be a movie where they tamper with the edit they're going to let him do whatever he wants to do with it because they know the weirdness is the selling point yeah like they're they were they were done with suicide squad they chalked it up as a loss and then when they were able to you know they were looking at a sequel because it made money but I don't think they expected necessarily to ever make one. I think it was like in the same way that like, you know, the trench, you know, we saw it just got canceled, mm-hmm. you know, in the same way that like, would you be shocked if there's never an Aquaman sequel? No. You're like, it made money, but are we, is there a yearning for it? We got, we saw it. We, we know what he, his deal is, you know, but when they landed James Gunn, it was just a perfect, like right place, right time. James Gunn being just pissed off enough at, at Marvel. Well, or like, available enough, I think is the. I think he was. A, I think. I think if he had a t- like, if they had 
you know, a time period. If he was just off and was looking to make an in-between movie, I don't think he would have made The Suicide Squad. No, but, but it's the fact that Guardians 3 got pushed back so much because of his temporary firing that he had that yeah. availability. And to me, that also says that they didn't necessarily have an idea of what that movie was going to be. No, they so were- they got someone with a vision, be like, you write it, you didn't direct they, it, you make it Didn't they already- didn't they had already hired someone like shitty to make it? No, I don't think they had anyone attached at, the, at that point. I feel like like, yeah, no, the, they definitely had people attached. I got to re- I'm going to see if I can find it because they you had mean, some like, real behind the scenes. Both. I, rem- I remember the director. So I, I think Ayer was supposed to be on. Well, before. The and then. <laughs> yeah. And then they were like, no, um, I'm looking to see if I have the answer. Yes, I I swear. Okay, here it is. They began searching for an actor for people. They I, okay, here it is. I'm right. Adam Kozad was going to write the film. Um, he wrote the script for Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit and The Legend of Tarzan. So oh. we're all, we're off to the races, yeah, aren't we? Bullet dodge there. And um, Hami Colette Sarah was the front runner direct. You know, the director of uh, the House of Wax remake. Orphan, unknown, nonstop, runner, night, the commuter in the shallows. Oh man, okay, yeah. And that but was, to me, that's a. I don't think they were attached. Attached. I think they were like, here's who we're looking at, but we don't have a firm idea yet. And then they when were, James Gunn no. became available, it was just like, oh, we'll scrap. So that. what happened was was Colette Serra was hired for Jungle Cruise and left. <laughs> man. So he was like, because uh, Zach Penn came on to write a new draft, which is you know. Can we just real real quick and. Not to get too off topic, but I did just see the new trailer for Jungle Cruise uh, over the weekend, which is a movie I cannot stress enough that I have zero interest in watching until I saw in this trailer, and I did not know this before, Jesse Plemons is in this movie with a big old Confederate mustache and a British accent. Oh, and the Confederacy hits you real hard, huh? Well, no, but like, I love Jesse Plemons and seeing him do a weird character performance in this movie I otherwise had no interest in that that piques my interest more than anything. I else. Gotta, yeah, I mean, looking up what it is, Michael Green wrote the script to Logan Blade Runner. Sure. Um, and uh, John Requier and Glenn Ficarra also wrote the script and, and they're sometimes interesting filmmakers. But uh, to, to just quickly, Suicide Squad 2. These were the other people rumored to be courted for directing, okay? When before they settled on like, oh, we got Colette Sarah, we're good. <laughs> um, David S. Goyer, Daniel Espinoza, Ruben Fleischer, Jonathan Levine, who I think would have been a good pick, but I'm glad he's not doing it. I'd rather him make better movies. And wait for it. This is the name that I knew and I wanted to make sure I didn't like have a fever dream about it. Mel fucking Gibson. <laughs> Oh, I did hear about that. I remember hearing that one. Just like, are you guys sure about that? Yeah, like Mel Gibson making The Suicide Squad or Suicide Squad 2. Um, that would have been something. I think it's going to be fun. I don't think it's going to be, you know, like an Oscar movie, obviously. But I think it'll be just what we need in like the summer where we're hopefully like slowly starting to do things again as human beings. Yeah. And like, I still don't know that I'm going to the movies, especially when I can like watch it at home. Um, but like, it feels like it's sort of an event film. And I'm, I'm happy that there seems to be an event film brewing. Well, and also it's DC's only movie this year. And whereas yeah. Marvel's got like four coming out and all the Disney Plus shows, this is DC's kind of one big thing. Yeah. Um, give or take, you know, the A or cut. Yeah, a little bit more <laughs> one than take. the other. <laughs> yeah. Um, other trailers, by the way. 
we had other trailers. What did you guys like? It was a good trailer week. Uh, well, one that just dropped uh, Monday when we're recording this is a new trailer for Loki, which is the Marvel Disney Plus series, at least out of the first batch of them that I've probably been the most excited for. And this one just kind of reaffirmed that for me. Mischief. That's exact. That's what I'm sort of thinking of. It. It's just going to be like Loki mischief for six episodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's going to have well, Owen. Got, uh, it's going to have Owen the, Wilson. Uh, Owen wow. Wilson, who looks great in it. Wow. Um, it, one of the showrunners, or at least one of the head writers, is somebody who's worked on Rick and Morty, which is an interesting direction to go. That I'm very into. That I'm very into. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a trailer for Rick and Morty. Oh yeah, that's right. Season five, which, baby. God, I can't wait. Um, that looks. Great. You know what else? Um, on the flip side. We got a Space Jam trailer. Yeah, we and did. welcome to the jam. <laughs> My God, it looked terrible. No, it looked great. Here's the, here's the thing. Look great. I don't. I think that movie's not going to be good. That doesn't mean I'm not going to enjoy it. <laughs> oh, I don't know that I'm not going to enjoy it. It looks. We act like bad. the first Space Jam. No, the first one's awful. Isn't like a a guilty pleasure. Bad. It's so I, good. I so bad. Say, it's a good movie. No. So like, I will. This say, movie's gonna be in the same line of it. So everyone stop treating this, it like it's a, a masterpiece. Oh no. it, this one just looks busier. Yeah, which is my problem. Like I, I, I don't sure it'll be appreciate fine. necessarily the busyness of it. Though They've, I'm sure I'll have fun pointing out like, oh shit, there's like this is in it. But you like, know, like, Joey, well, you have to admit, time, though, they really, they've really Ready Player One'd it for some reason. Like, but also, Iron Giant I think it, and King Kong both in it. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm puzzled why, but like I'm curious. I just don't think it's going to be also too. Good. LeBron, Granted, the first one wasn't LeBron, LeBron, pretty good actor. Not a bad actor. Love him in Trainwreck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, which is but, more acting than Michael than ever had. had. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Though I will say, Michael Jordan is a terrible actor. But if you think about what he did. That's a really hard job because he didn't like 95% of his shooting is with nobody. Yeah. Like there's like Bob two Hoskins scenes with his family. Did a phenomenal job of the same thing in Who Framed Roger Rabbit a few years earlier. Yeah. But Bob Hoskins is an awards caliber actor and yeah. Michael Jordan is a, is a <laughs> solid basketball player. Well, he should have been nominated <laughs> at SAG for Space Jam. Um, I, will, I will say that um, Bob Hoskins is probably as good at. He's probably as good a basketball player as Michael Jordan is an actor. It's true. Bob that's, Hawk, that's Bob Hawkins, amazing perimeter defender. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, he's a scrappy guy. He's a, he's definitely a point guard. He's the um, equivalent of when they get Bill Murray on in Space Jam at the end. <laughs> hey, Honestly, one of the best hey, parts of that do movie. not talk about Bob Hawkins like that. I got to tell you, my favorite part of that movie remains. There's two things. One, when the catcher keeps telling Jordan the pitches. Yeah, I love that. And two, when um. Danny DeVito's alien goes, I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this picture. (laughs) No, my favorite whole bit is actually Charles Barkley in the film, because that's before he was on. I'll I'll never go out with Madonna again. Yeah, I'll never go out with Madonna again. I promise. Like, oh, my God. Him on the therapist couch. Great stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. The whole montage, like the basketball Jones, where the five of them just dealing with not having their powers. That's the best part. Are you saying I don't love my mother? But I love my mother. (laughs) I love my mother. Um, Again. Not a good movie, but a fun movie. So hopefully we'll get the same thing. Were there any other trailers we, we missed? Um, there was that one that I saw today, and I can't remember what the title of the film is, but it's like that journalist that uh, she's she's a journalist and she's trying to uncover like a terrorist. So she starts like getting like an online profile and she starts basically falling in love with the guy that she's interviewing over Zoom. And he, it's it looked 
terrible. I'm tr- I'll try to find what it's called, but it, it was one of the worst sort of like mishandling. Is it? Is it called profile? I th- I think it, it. You wouldn't be is, far is it, off. Isn't it? Isn't it? Is it the Timor like Bekmana Bedov guy's new movie? I think oh, so. maybe. Is it? Is it like a screen life movie? It's called Profile. Yeah, Profile. Yeah. yeah. It's. It looked so bad. Like oh oh one big trailer that I don't think we talked about. There's a new trailer for Spiral. Oh, oh yeah, that's, yeah. That's oh yeah. Basically, you know that looked good. Max, uh, that looked Miles good. By the way, another interview with Darren Lynn Bozeman coming soon to the site. Noise. Um, yes, I, I I I listen. I'm sure we're gonna have a less than satisfying twist because we will. But they're doing something interesting there. It's definitely, it's in a new direction. I mean, they're doing the, you know, Jigsaw copycat plot from Jigsaw again, but it's the same writers. So there you go. It does. It kind of feels like Chris Rock watched Jigsaw and was like, I can do that better. I mean, I don't doubt that he can do that better. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, and, and you know what? The production values look good. Like it looks like it's like a $30 million movie as opposed got, to like a $7 they got million Sam, movie. They got my boy, Sam Jackson in it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, you know, you just need to hear Samuel L. Jackson responding to being in a trap. Oh, yeah. No, that's <laughs> the part I'm excited for. Yeah, you, you know he, it's going to be, oh, hell no. Like, as soon as he wait, like, you know, that's going to be or he's the killer. Yeah. And he's just like, I, th- I think in an ideal world, it'll be both. I think we'll get the full scene of him in a trap and then be like, oh, it's it was actually me all along. And I was doing one of those fake traps. Yeah. I, fake mean, traps. I mean, there's the only other I mean, I, I got to say like 50 50 shot. It's probably either Chris Rock or Samuel L. Jackson is the new white killer. Yeah. Otherwise, it's one of the side characters we don't care about. Yeah. Then it's the the Roger Ebert, like, um, was it the rule of, uh, what's the word for it? Um, Preservation of characters and like that. The longer a character is in the movie, the more important they are to the plot. Mm -hmm. So, like, when you have, like, that side character just doesn't die, you're like, they're important. Fuck. Also, um, like the, I'm less and less sure now that we even are going to get a proper Tobin Bell appearance. There's like I don't one, think we will. There's Because they've changed the voice, which I do not like. This weird, like, I think, I think tune jigsaw Which is what makes me for. think it's... Which makes me think it's Chris Rock or Samuel L. Jackson, because their voices are so distinctive. You can't yeah. have them do it. But I think you might get a... Well, there's one might brief get a, shot in the trailer where you see, like, a photo of him and like outside of like a very quick flashback i feel like that might be it yeah i think you might get a you might get a flashback you might get a i think what you'll get my guess is a tape yeah yeah like a, a recording or something which i think is fine like i don't necessarily need to see him i think if they just have tapes for the next like six movies if they keep making it because that's all he did anyway well and also he's been yeah. dead since 2003 the character so. yeah which is what made the like jigsaw a little odd because when they flesh and you're like wait he's a lot until you realize oh it's a flashback yeah for that moment, you're like, are we just pretending uh, at least four of the movies never happened? Like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. It was it was trying to be a little clever for its own good. I don't um, know, guys. More to come on that. I'm sure Kendall will join us for a for a Saw uh, podcast um, yeah. very soon. We were just talking about Spiral. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's wrap up with um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Best episode yeah. of the three so far. Yeah. yeah, Zemo I, dancing I, in a club is oh my, my God. life. That was the highlight. That for was me. A great Zemo kind of stole it's, the episode. I think he's doing the dice uh, yeah. thing too much. Yeah. Well, you know what it was. I, I, it's his only I love, move. 
I love how good Marvel is with subverting expectations of characters that they've already played around with. Like, yes. we've seen Zemo be the dour villain, so let's give you something different. Let's because have, if have just, a little let's fun. Let's make him this fun, rich guy with yeah. an awesome But well, that was the thing. If, if halfway through the episode he just betrayed them, it would feel a little boring. It's like, well, yeah, he's a villain. Like, we saw that. They, so instead, just being like, yeah. well, he's a villain, but he's also just like a... Like a rich asshole. You know well, I mean? he, you know what he is. He's yeah. a he's a he's um he's a fundamentalist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he achieved his goal. Yeah. Like he to him he's he's essentially retired in his view. Yeah. And and you know he's doing freelance it's, it's, work. It's perverse, yeah. but he seems to mean it. He's like it wasn't personal. You were a means to an end. I don't dislike you. You're irrelevant to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're. I you're just love them. Either, I just know? love them talking about trouble man. And he's like it, it is the true essence of the african-american experience james how can you not like that you don't get to say he's out of line line. but he's not wrong (laughs) his reactions to a lot of things because he that's what made it like very interesting to me when i was like i don't think they're making him a villain at least yet because there was a lot of that just like no fair enough all right you you know you're right i'll I'll step back i'm no longer in a cage i'm i'm kind of cool whatever you guys want now yeah i'm rich again well, yeah, no, he's kind of just going, I mean, he, he does seem to have some sort of ulterior motive because he did shoot the guy, but I think at the same oh, of time, course. he's sort of going with the flow. He's sort of, it's a marriage of convenience in a lot of ways. I mean, there is I think a, he's there still is doing like a 10% his thing chance. a little bit where he's there's trying like a, to loosen up the ends and, and kill everything. Yeah, there's 10 or 15% chance he's the he's the power broker, sure. but I don't think it's likely. I, honestly, I think Emily Van Camp might be the power broker. But for now, turning this duo into a trio is really a, a great new dynamic. Well, also, Emily Van Camp, like, learned you jitsu or something between movies it's making it clear more and more why we don't care about the new captain america because he's not that guy which is no, which you well, know, he could never fill that role which is such well, a he, he was never it's poor Wyatt russell because man they have they really just have like they this character the character should never even have been in it it's just to just well, be no, i think sam should just been captain clearly... america had to deal with that oh, internally get over it they're doing it they were gonna no, do it no, before no. endgame on, even yeah, really. came out it's it's stupid i mean they're very clearly gonna have him go on the yeah. journey where he figures out he's not captain america yeah and gives up the shield voluntarily yeah no, i think so he's stupid. gonna become the villain he's gonna dumb. become u.s agent or he's just gonna die <laughs> i don't think he dies. oh wow he kill the black character really yeah he could be. Oh, you're talking no, about talking Walker. About, uh, White Russell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I think his I, his partner might die. I think his partner yeah. might be the guy that is the one running all of it. And like, I don't you know, know. I feel like they're just soldiers. Uh, like, I don't think I, yeah. Like, I don't think Walker is nearly as like Hell Hydra or into it as I think he is. No, a, I think he's just a. Bro. I think he's just I yeah. I think he's just a guy and his, he's in over his head and exactly. I think he's gonna make some bad decisions, but still kind of come around by the end. Yeah, and he's still gonna be an asshole. And yeah. uh, but that, but also with that, people need to stop sending death threats to white russell he's a very nice guy and a great actor and well and also yeah alone. people being like that's not my I mean, look uh, look i may hate the decision yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna issue a broad statement as we wrap up right now uh don't send death threats to anyone ever yeah. for any reason well especially like, not over bravo. movies I, like fucking someone had to say like, it come yeah, on guys even well. even in life like i i'm gonna go on a limb and say one of my least favorite human beings on the planet is ted cruz I don't think we get any pushback from anyone on this podcast. I mean, you might. I mean, he is 
Oh, I mean, in terms, your, of, in terms of getting, in terms of getting him a death threat, or in terms of liking I mean, again, him. But my point was, I probably hate him more than most people on the face of the earth. I still don't want to send him a death threat. Like it's just not. No, nah, that's what his daughters are there for. Not you, Joey. Uh, well, well, no. I mean, no. I, I, I have a way worse thing I could say, but I. Won't. I, know, um, I know. If you want to piss off Ted Cruz, look. Hey, I got every right to be mad and wish him a death, a slow, painful death, considering the fact he went to Mexico while I was freezing my ass off. So I, that guy. Here, can go here's how we're gonna. Here's what we're gonna do to wrap up. I will quote my grandmother. She was, she hates Trump. She worked for him at one point. She worked for his father. Um, I have some fun stories I'll tell one day. But when uh, when he got COVID, I called her and was like, did you hear? And I'll quote what she said. I think this is the perfect way to do it. She says, I only wish him what everyone else got. I wish him a ventilator. Didn't want him to die. I want him to have the same experience everyone else had. So I think that's that's as far as you should go. Right. If you don't like wish someone, a ventilator they should have his, somebody. They should have as poor an experience as they've caused other people to have. So I think Ted Cruz should have to be cold in his house and unhappy and lose his election. But, you know, he doesn't have to die. And I don't think it's worth it. No, his his career can die, though. Oh, yeah. His his professional career. We can be fucking done professionally. Yes. Personally, I wish, you know, even Matt Gates. I wish, yeah. I, so that's the same thing. <laughs> I like how for Steve just sort of like, that, even Matt Gates just for, walk for out months, of the room. For, for just utter assholes, I wish a moderate amount of personal discomfort in their life. Yeah. Just enough to be like, fuck. But just leave, you know, just like, leave the man alone. He's a good actor outside of this crap. And this is why fandom is toxic and uh, well yeah and, the and, idea and, that you're giving an actor shit for a character that they're playing yeah i'm, I'm like the character i don't have a like miles knows that I i'm mean, not we, we're literally uh, i don't watching like this it play out in the dc world where they went we don't we're not we're not these guys we're just passionate about this movie if yeah. you just release the movie we'll be happy yeah it's like a hostage negotiation as if soon you just as that leave, happens they go if you just give us this movie we'll we'll let go of all the hostages yeah so what we yeah. meant was we need all the movies <laughs> yeah. in, this, in this world otherwise like didn't they yeah, this, one no. one day i think they torpedoed godzilla kong reviews with well it, which, they, like, they review bombed it with a lot of hashtag restore the snyderverse yeah, yeah, it's like leave this shit alone. And also, didn't related. they take over like some sort of like? Um, Look, I liked you know, where the just- prevention of violence against Asian community like yeah. thread. Yeah, was like, like that's when I was like, wait, 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 come on, guys. Yeah, like it's like I like I like the Snyder Cut, but also I'm like I'm done with these movies. Yeah. Well, exactly. Uh, so it's, it's a fascinating sort of you know glimpse at what could have been, and I'm glad we got to see it. But I don't want to see a fucking sequel to that. Are you kidding me? I mean, yeah. listen, I don't I got eight hours. It if it existed, <laughs> I don't want them to go into production on it. Yeah, um, I don't have eight hours to, to watch the the sequel. Yeah, yeah. More to more to come next week. Um, in real time, I want to go watch Mets opening day. So we're wrapping up this podcast. Um, so Miles, say where they can find you, and quickly say a sequel you don't want to see. Well, I'm pretty sure I just did, but I'm sure I can think of another another one. one. Yeah. Uh, So uh, my name is Miles. You can find me on Twitter at Miles on Film. That's M-Y-L-E-S on Film. You can also find me on Instagram at Marvelous Miles, although I never check it. Please check out my short film American Exorcist on YouTube under Aftershock Pictures. Uh, A sequel that I don't ever need to see. Um, How about Battlefield Earth? I think they set up a sequel at the very end of that. That's something. Yeah, it was called Roe v. Wade. Steve you can find me at film snork on Twitter and letterboxd um, hmm film a, a sequel I don't want to see hmm come back to me in a second all right Ryan you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan McQuaid 77 
And um, if this is one, guys, this is easy for me. I don't want to f- fucking see Avatar 2 or any of those fucking movies. Oh, you know oh, we, what? We I'm going to change my answer to that one. I've never wanted there an Avatar go. sequel. Thank you, Miles. I have a good answer. Mm. All right. I have an answer, too. Uh, I don't want to see the Halloween sequels coming out. I wish they'd kill those. Oh, I, forgot, I forgot you're. Oh, I forgot you're an oh, asshole, Steve. <laughs> Steve, I've I've uh, read one of those scripts and uh, it's really good. Like it is. Really yeah, good. but I saw I the I saw the last one and it wasn't. So no, but I it's an improvement. Them. It's it's straight up. It's an improvement. On it. I think no, I, like I, it. I, an improvement over what? Busta Rhymes. No improvement over what we had. All right. Anyway, uh, we'll on. do we'll we'll do Garbage. that soon. <laughs> um, Joey Magazine, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Letterboxd, all that good stuff. And technically, I only said sequel. I didn't say film sequel. So I'm going to say Trump. I don't want that sequel. <laughs> you oh. don't want a Don Jr. or an Eric uh, presidential campaign? Um, campaign, yes, actually. <laughs> Can Like, win? No. I actually do want to see the children fail. <laughs> see, I, I don't I want, want them, them to die. I, I don't want them to run together, like, as a two-person per- nominee. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm up for that. Between the um, two of them, they're almost half of a real person. The oh, SNL skits alone would be worth it. Yeah, I I I love what uh, Bill Maher used to call them: um, douchebag von fuckface and Thurston shitbag the third. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> we're gonna wrap up, and we'll be back next week. We have about a million things we didn't cover this week, so it'll be a quieter week next week. Um, in the lead up to BAFTA and a couple guilds still, but we'll we'll have time for some more silliness, and uh, maybe we'll get the girls back as well. So. Be on the lookout for that. Thanks, everyone, for joining. And uh, get your vaccine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just got my first shot this morning. Bye, guys.